Welcome to the Power of Lifting podcast. I'm Eric Cafferty, owner of the Mecca Gym. I am a strength and conditioning coach and a contest prep specialist. The focus of this podcast is to dive into the mindset and the drive of people who have done incredible things with their lives. Okay, shall we? Shall. Who have we got here today, Hunter? Well, you know, I don't, I don't think anyone really knows this girl. Well, soon everybody's going to know. Kalia Rhodes, and this was a complete joke. Everyone knows who this girl is. Uh, So, yeah, I think she probably wins my most popular client award. That's 100% um, true. For sure. I think every time I post something about you, I get like 16 DMs like, oh, my God, I love her. Oh, my God, I want to be just like her. And then it's uh, and I'm like, me, too. (laughs) <laughs> Me too. I mean, wait a second. Yes. Amen. Yeah. Exclamation point. Right? Uh, so anyway, welcome on the podcast, Miss Kalia. Um, so tell us a little bit about yourself. Well. Um, Start from the beginning. From the beginning? No, I'm just kidding. Like, just so on the Power of Lifting podcast, obviously it's the power of lifting, but it's the, the psychological power of lifting as, yeah. as a big element to it. Um, and you know, I've talked a little bit about this on the podcast before, but part of the reason why I wanted to do the power of lifting podcast is, um, I, there's a lot of podcasts out there that focus on different training methodology and this and that. And to be quite frank, a lot of them are boring and I am involved in this sport and community. And like, I am in genuinely interested in strength and conditioning. And I feel like a lot of the, you know, academic buffs in the field have the most boring podcasts I've ever heard because they just talk about nuances <laughs> of BS that nobody really gives a shit about myself included. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I care, but it's like, you know, I can it's read the research for an extended period. I, yeah. Time. I can read the research article myself. And so boring. Hello. And besides that fact, uh, you know, I'll, I will argue this, you know, to the nth degree that the psychological aspect of what we do is by far the most important. Yeah. 100%. If you are not mentally in the game or engaged or driven in some way, shape, or form, like it doesn't matter how genetically gifted you are for competing. Like you're, you're never going to get anywhere. Mm -hmm. Right. So, um, that's that's a lot of the big reason for you know why it's the the power of lifting podcast and not like the strength training periodization podcast or yeah. something you know it'll be a sub series right sub series so there's um, enough of that so make it there is right yeah, yeah. right um, but anyway uh, yeah we want to know about you um, and well, let us know give yeah, give us okay. the deets right. where well, where does it all begin. <laughs> Well, um, I'm a bikini competitor, and um, but that's uh, so I started power, uh, weightlifting in 2017, um, and that's before that I was in and out of like you know working out in and out of like thinking I worked mm-hmm. out um, and uh, did a lot of like at home working out and stuff like that, but was never consistent um, and never took it seriously. And then I uh, saw my aunt get ready for a, uh, a natural bodybuilding show. And so, um, so she, I, I watched her via Facebook, you know, get, get ready for this and watch her transform. And I was like, Oh, 
someone in real life was able like it wasn't just a fitness model that put up pictures right. and it's like mm-hmm. oh i want to look like that but can i really look like that that was always like <laughs> you know yeah, right. like I don't is that really you. possible right. Right. and so because i watched my aunt do it i was and you know I, right. over the three four months she was prepping put up um, you know all our pictures and stuff videos i was like oh real person could do this i could do this and so I like I didn't get into weightlifting and and you know this health this healthy lifestyle um, to really like to to live a healthy lifestyle. I got into it to actually compete. Like that was the first. I was like, I want to try this competing thing. Well, well, you were you were how old when you when you took the leap? Twenty. So I'm You're thirty. Early. Okay. And it's 2021. I can't do so math. So four years ago. <laughs> like, I need to count. So it's 26. <laughs> so fingers, that's fine. Yeah, There's but, no shame in But, you know, it's like you're, you know, you're young and, you know, healthy. And the, the life hadn't really smacked you in the face no. that you needed to like. Life literally didn't smack me in the face till like a year ago. Well, we're going to dive in. I don't, I, I don't think, man, if you got smacked in the face, man, it was like a feather. Yeah. But, uh, no. no. Yeah, bringing uh, down her struggles like that. Well, no, I mean, like in terms of like, uh, you know, n- noticing like, hey, I need to be okay. on top of my oh. health, right? Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm not saying from any other aspect than like she, you know, she's been young and healthy, and a lot of young and healthy people aren't like, oh, I really need to get into fitness. Like, if you're oh, already right. like young and skinny, and right. like, you, how would you know that if you're not involved in health or the community? Yeah. Right? Well, I had like, you know, my husband, he competes in jujitsu. and so like and he's done that and shout out ronnie yeah (laughs) and he competes or competed like did mma fighting and so he and um you know did it for years and so he's always done something active and that's competitive and i didn't have that like that hobby that thing i've never really had like a thing and um or at least from when i met him and so I've, that's why I've always gone in and out of working out, but um, never really, you know, had that thing that I could stick right. to. And so that's right. when I decided to try competing. Um, and uh, I went to my first. I went to a show, so I took Ronnie and <laughs> we went to a show Come and on, watched man, we're going it. What, what show was it? It was here. It was in November. So the, the Idaho, Idaho Cup. Cup. Yes. Yep. That was my first show that I watched. Um, and watched bikini. Watched figure. And was like bikini, yeah, <laughs> yeah, bikini. And um, so I watched it. And then what I did is I like the girls that were in like the top callouts. I found them on Instagram and like then found mm. out who their coaches were. And some deep research. Yeah, there you go. that's special. I don't think a lot of people do that even there like to some degree. Did you decide before you went to that show I'm gonna do this, or was it you're like still on the fence? And then you watch the show and you're like, wow, yes. I think I decided I'm going to do this. I just needed to see it. I do research. So I like needed to like, I'm like a... Very type A. Yeah. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) So I need need to see things in action and like before I, you know, make plan, like the next step. So the next step for me was, okay, let's go watch a show and see what it's about. Like, what do you do? Like, and, um, and then obviously bringing my, what brought my husband, Ronnie, and he is on board after watching a show he's like you're doing this (laughs) so so there was no yeah that's (laughs) hilarious you have him in my ear and then me already kind of wanting to do it but then him so it was like a yeah we're gonna do this and so then i just researched coaches and looked at the different Mm. yeah different coaches so how did you go about researching coaches it's not really something that we've talked about i mean talk a lot about you know like choosing a good coach is important but how did you go about that process that's a good question 
So first, you know, we have social media. So that's like the number one easiest way. Stalking. Yep, stalking. Instagram, stalking. Yes. (laughs) Um, And so, you know, yeah, just like I went to those girls' pages. I found out who their coaches were. And then I looked at their coaches' pages. So like what do their athletes like look like? Um, You know, obviously when I first started, I didn't know anything. So I I didn't really know what I'm looking for. But I also feel like I'm a little bit intelligent. I can kind of, you know. And you get a vibe. You get a vibe. And so, yeah. That women's intuition you know yeah it's and real and it's dangerous it's <laughs> danger that's right but anyway so you you went on the search and mm-hmm. you start making phone calls dming yeah email yeah i sent out emails um to like i think the top three that i was interested in and um and then just gauged on you know how they responded and mm-hmm. um you know some people were more professional than others and so i went shocker <laughs> yeah Um, and so i ended up choosing a coach um you know i thought at the time i i really wanted a female coach at the time for for some i just felt like i would click better with you know a female and so that's who i was targeting uh and then um yeah i met with her uh uh, so we talked via email back and forth, um, which now looking back, like I changed my approach and how I looked for, I switched coaches, obviously. Um, and so I changed kind of my approach of how I looked for coaches the second mm. time around. Um, but, uh, you know, just emailed back and forth and, um, and then met with her in person, uh, a little before I signed up uh. and, and signed up and did my first season, two shows with her. Oh, okay. that's right. Yeah, that's right. My first, yeah. my, so my first year was one coach, and then yeah. did two shows, and then okay, yeah, and that was what twenty seventeen. Twenty seventeen. Okay, 20, so that's yeah, all of twenty seventeen. So recent then. Yeah, four years ago. Four years ago. Yeah, yeah. and okay. then I took a year, or a year and a half off. Oh, there so you go. how was your how what was your experience like your first year competing? Like from a prep standpoint, from a getting on stage standpoint, like going what, in completely. What were the what what were the the best parts for you? Like and and did you struggle a lot? Because I I obviously didn't know you back then at all. And the show, I don't even know if I saw you on stage at your in your first year. Maybe it, if did you do the Muscle Classic? I did the Idaho Showdown. That one in twin. I know you did the twin falls. And then the November one, the uh, cup. I don't know. Oh, in in seventeen. Yeah. Okay. Yep. So I would have seen you at that one. Um, I did that one. Uh, so I would say, my first year, mentally, kind of the same. I've always been very. I don't. I don't freak out about things. I don't. I can vouch for that. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. I don't, I don't whine. I don't complain. She's an internalizer. For yes. Those of you oh. that care to know. So God bless her husband. <laughs> yeah. I just keep it aside. Yep. Um, and then it explodes. <laughs> oh, no. um, but yeah. Anyway. But so I just, yeah, I just, I, I mean, kind of the same where I just, I relied on my coach to tell me what to do and I just do like I just did it like I just do what I'm supposed to do and um I trust that you know uh that my coach is the professional and that they are telling me to do the right thing and so I just do it and I do everything that like I'm supposed to do um other you know my mind otherwise I'm wasting my money wasting your time coach's time my money um and so now however the difference I would say is I I felt a lot more stress so obviously it's new and and Mm -hmm. you like I let everything like i freaked out like um 
kind of like I internalize thing, but mm-hmm. like I would get overwhelmed. Oh yeah. But even though I don't vocalize it, you feel it like oh, inside, yeah. overwhelmed. Oh, yeah. But sure. um, and so like I would say, you know, that the difference between my first year and now is just that um, I, I, you know, you're just learning. You learn how to handle like how to. Uh, how to structure your day to lift, to do cardio, to get steps, to eat your food. And, and, you know, you're figuring all that out in the beginning. Like mm-hmm. what is the best method to, you know, uh, and that changes as your, as your life changes, but for sure. But, uh, yeah, you know, now I feel like I got things figured out. This is easy. Like this yeah. prep, this is easy. Yeah. yeah. So what are your, ex- what were your expectations like going into your first season compared to how you, placed your first season and how like more importantly like what you looked like your first season yeah so um my i went into it very real i'm a very realistic person i and i don't like to get my hopes up so i i go into things very and i went into it like this is my first time ever competing in my first show show or two and like i didn't have high expectations i just didn't Mm -hmm. like i i went into it like i'm learning like i just and that's how i looked at it um so you know and i got um i think my first i did like all the all the uh, the classes the novice true True novice novice open open. um Mm -hmm. just because like i was always told like get as much stage time as you can you know practice it's not bad advice yeah so if you can do all those if you can afford it if you can pay for all the you know registration fees and stuff and do if the you've dieted pictures. your ass off for do the it. past however yeah. long you get like, more pictures do as many as you can <laughs> yeah yeah seriously especially if it's your first season just time mm-hmm. on stage so You'll be important so sore after but yeah. yes but yeah. <laughs> no regrets no yeah. regrets no yeah. yeah you can do it do all the classes you can and um that's what i did and so i just i did that and i placed um in the top five out of all of them um all that i've done I think I've always placed in the top five, except for um, my last, my first, my Idaho Cup in 2017. I got sixth place. I was one point away mm. um, from a top five, but I got six. So, um, you know, it was always in that top handful or so. Mm-hmm. But um, how do you feel like you looked compared to your expectations? Mm. Your first competition season, like, did you have expectations of like what you were going to look like or what you imagined and? Or were you just like, well, let's see how this goes. So here's the thing. I think in 2017, the look was different. And so that was, I think I did look like what I thought. And um, it, it was a it was a softer look. It was a... 100%. It, it was a softer uh, look. Back then, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. And because looking back at, you know, even not even me, but the, my lineup, the people in my, you know, in the top five, um, it was a way softer look. Oh, yeah. And um, and so, uh, yeah, I mean, and I, and I didn't I didn't know what I was going to look like. Like that was the leanest I'd ever been. So to me, in my head, I'm like, this is so cool. <laughs> yeah, sure. What yeah. did you what was your show weight at that first um, season? 121. Okay. Low 120s. Which is funny because that's your pretty much your exact weight right We're 120.1 now. 120.1 today, by the way. Scale almost wanted to be 119, but it was like, nah, not today. Not today. <laughs> we can't jump was, that far. Maybe flickered. tomorrow. Yeah, maybe, maybe tomorrow. tomorrow. Maybe well, tomorrow. in hot yoga, I was sweating oh, so bad. Sure, the most yeah. I've ever sweated oh, in my yeah. life. And so I was like, oh, weigh myself. Let's see what I'm trying Have you, have <laughs> you ever done that before? Or is this the first time you did that? This was the first time I did like hot, hot yoga. Yeah, it's legit. Like legit yoga. Hot yeah. yoga. It sounds yeah. wonderful. Well, it sounds awful, but then it sounds wonderful. It's yeah, it was really yeah. good. I feel good. I feel good. Good. I feel good. Good. 
It's a rest day, right? Yeah, it is. Oh, Except yeah. for it makes you really hungry. Marie and I were just texting. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, it's more so thirsty than hungry. People, no, when you get <laughs> you get confused about it. No, no, no. It's, it's a 90-carb day, and I'm me. like, what? <laughs> it's just it's just thirst. Trust me. Nah, just that's thirst. my problem. I always <laughs> think it's food. Yeah, and no, it's and definitely food. thirst. Yeah. So, uh, you know, currently self-employed, former human resources recruiter, mm-hmm. took the plunge um, into – Going into business with your husband, bless your heart. Mm-hmm. It's going to be great, though. Yeah, it oh, is. Yeah. It's awesome. So, how's that going? It's it's going well. It's good. going really good. Yeah, or how? Yeah, it's going. I mean, I'm busy, but it's, what it's is a it? good busy. He does online sales, so it's like okay. yeah, it's uh, seeds like plants, flowers, and um, packages up seeds into individual All consumer right. packaging and. Um, is it just you two now? Yeah, running just, the show. Yeah, just All right. Us two. Yeah. Yep. Now it's, he's got somebody cracking the whip. That's why I said, "Bless his heart." Yeah. Man. <laughs> I just give him a little chip. bit of structure. He helps me calm down a little bit, and I help him, like not, See, not calm down. But yeah. here's the thing: like, if you really have a healthy relationship, you'd be you should be able to work with your spouse and spend a lot of time well, with it's your like, spouse and things like yeah, that. Yeah. Right? Yes. Yeah. It's fun. It's like before, like I, you know, you barely just working the yeah. monday through friday nine to five is just um don't see each other a whole see, lot yeah you don't yeah. see each other you're just like you know you work until work is done but now it's like fun it's like we you know collaborate on things and it's just you just spend different and you separate that time you're working but then you also can have flexibility to have that fun time so mm-hmm. you know hang out with dogs and hang out with dogs. the dogs go on a little walk the <laughs> yes. weather's getting beautiful yes. yes so um on our on our little questionnaire here um you know, we talk about crowning achievements. I think the fact that you put marriage on there is awesome. Yes. Um, yeah, that's that's shows the cool. kind of person. Yeah, yes. for sure. My but um, yeah, no, I like, uh, you know, verbatim says, I think where I'm at in life right now, I'm just getting started at adding to my crowning achievements mm-hmm. list. I think I have a lot more to accomplish uh, to really add here. Um, so anyway, I think that's really cool. Um, and obviously, you know, I've always seen you as a really like professional type person and knowing that, you know, you worked in, you know, just corporate America basically is, Mm -hmm. I I mean, it's, it's very apparent that you, you know, have had a real job and, you know, it's just like 19. Yeah, exactly. So, you know, it, it is just really nice to, you know, to coach somebody who's a competitor that also gets it at life and, you know, Un, basically understands the way the world works. Not saying that all competitors don't, but um, well, I mean, I, I think it's like we talked about before the vibe, like right. the vibe that you get. So it's, and then when it comes to the relationship with each other, but that brings up the point too. When was it in your life, and why did you start getting coached by Eric Caffrey? Oh yeah. Oh. Um. So, okay, I went into my I ended my season, and I. My coach at the time wanted me to just take a, like a few months off. Whoa. Okay. And I, but after talking with judges and, and like I do my research, like, like, and I looked and what I do is I, I knew that like, okay, I need to get nationally qualified to go to the next step. And so who's getting nationally qualified? What do they look like? Okay. Mm. This is what they look like. So I went to like the NPC site and I was looking at like national girls. And then I was looking at regional show girls and what the top five and the overall winners looked like. I'm like, I don't look like that. And so, <laughs> and so uh, make that. yeah. And so I knew, and then I was like, you know, I was just Googling like, okay, how, like I, 
then you, like when you're not, like I'm not a coach I don't know these things like I don't know what it takes to build muscle I don't know what it takes to like and so I'm just like googling and reading like you know how long does it take to like grow muscle and how googling like, <laughs> I mean, how do I build, do a, I build butt? a butt <laughs> yeah and you know I found like people like um like bio lane like I found oh, um lane, you know Lane yeah. Norton and um on Instagram and stuff and just kind of started just reading like just reading things that they yeah. posted and piecing just little things together like oh I need a long time off like I don't need just a couple months like I need you know and so um you know because I, I knew that I had like a good shape I had a good frame but like we needed to add some serious like muscle to that mm, and like yeah. and so I knew that and and so my coach at the time just you know kind of kept saying like oh you know just a couple more months and then we'll get you leaner and then yeah that's and not that was not the problem not good advice no not there good. was not good advice don't just get leaner not, <laughs> do not ever get leaner unless uh, it's showtime yeah then so get way lean i'm gonna have to put then, this on the screen yeah. down below just yeah. scrolling across <laughs> disclaimer. Yes, disclaimer yeah a little like mm. yeah. um yeah so i knew i needed a long time off and so i i told her nope i'm gonna i'm gonna i'll let you know when i'm ready to come back to prep i'm gonna take some time off Good for and you. um so in that time off I, I i know i hadn't yet said anything yet to her but i started doing my research and um, and just, you know, I knew that, like, I kind of pieced together, like, I didn't know how to lift. Like, I'm in the gym, and I wasn't really getting, like, and I know soreness doesn't necessarily speak to all everything, but, like, I just wasn't feeling like I was getting, like, a workout, right? Mm-hmm. And um, and so I knew that I needed to lift correct, learn how to lift correctly. I was having low back issues, low back mm-hmm. pain, hip pain. Yeah. Um, and uh, and so I it, just a lot of things kind of just made mm-hmm. me realize that I needed a different coach. I just needed a more experienced coach. I think the coach that, that I had at the time maybe was okay for a first competitor, who, you know, but um, but it, it just, I knew, wasn't going to get me to where I wanted to go. Mm-hmm. Um, and when I started looking at the girls who are on the national stage and, like, what they look like, I'm like, that's what I want to look like. And then, you know, and then I learned more about, like, the IFBB and pro cards mm-hmm. and, like, how you get into the IFBB and um, realizing, like, just what it takes. And I just knew I needed someone else that has one that had the knowledge but two had the experience you know getting other people to you know that level of conditioning and that physique and 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 to those stages and and that kind of thing so um i I personally think that's critical like there's two parts to it the Mm -hmm. the fact that you can you like know your stuff like anyone can read a textbook too but that person who has the experience of actually getting it done yeah examples of it examples of and and then even done it themselves too is yeah it still blows my mind how many coaches that coach people that really haven't had much competition experience it's like yeah it would be so hard for me to trust yeah it it literally makes me think that they just got into it for the money Mm. you know what i mean Hundred yeah. percent, because there, I mean, plain and simple, there's way more money to, well, to coach competitors for sure. Sure, yeah, than and just be a coach, right? right. Yeah, right. and the thing was at the time, my coach, once I was done with my season, we were at the same level, right? Oh, so that that's like, she's like, eh. so I, I, you know, I need, you know, it's just yeah. So it could have gotten bad too. I think the relationship between, because I don't know, she could have grown more in, insecure. She's trying to put you to a level that's above herself. Like it just wouldn't have worked. So I think that's a big thing. To I you. mean, well, anybody with two eyes quite frankly could see your potential like Mm -hmm. immediately you know what i mean well i shouldn't say anybody with two eyes but anybody that's been around the sport for a while would have been like "Ooh, like i want to coach that girl because she's going to do really well especially after they meet you like Mm -hmm. it's a no-brainer like it's not an if it's a win type Mm -hmm. of situation so you know it's just 
somebody like that is just, you know, they're not necessarily coaching for the right reasons. Because if you don't like take advantage of somebody who's, you know, got what it takes and potential and this, that, and all the other things, right? Like you just, you know, A, don't know what the hell you're doing. You know, B, you're stupid. C, you like just are trying to not help people progress, which is the whole point of coaching in the first place, right? Right. Mm -hmm. So especially coaching competitors. Yep. Well, I think when looking for a coach too, a big deal to me is personality. Like, so when going through, um, it's not, it's not even just what you know, like it's, I mean, that's, that's important. Okay. But (laughs) like, like that's, that's obviously the most, like one of the most important things, but, um, you know, I just, uh, I also realized I, what, that's why when I say there was a lot of factors that made my decision, but one was just a personality fit. Like I just realized, oh, we're just not a personality fit like mm-hmm. and I think for me and this is so this does not everyone has their own um, preference but for some reason I do better with a male coach and it's I think it's just more of a I don't do well with the the fluffy girly stuff like the motivational inspirational stuff and um, I think that's that's what I was that, that that's what I was getting. So anytime, like when you do check-ins, you know, you send in your your check-ins. Girl, and, yes, you look so good. Fire, send. <laughs> fire. <laughs> straight, <laughs> straight fire. <laughs> Which is now that's not helpful. It's now now it's our running joke is to see how many emojis I send her. Pretty much, <laughs> it's like you can send like, me fire emojis. Don't ever say you're straight fire in person. Who does that? Like you're fire. Who uses fire verbally? <laughs> I <laughs> Hunter, uh, yeah. Hunter, you know I do, yeah. girl. You fire, yeah. No, damn, girl, you fire, you fire. Yeah, no, I do not. Yeah. But but do yeah. Like anyways, like check ins, like it just. I guess they they weren't they didn't feel productive, you know. And and it was more like, uh, so yeah. It I do just better with, and I, that was just something I realized. Like, oh, I need I mean, a male coach who's not going to talk to me in that kind of way, and who's going to respond in in a more the way my brain works a more just assertive like not only assertive but like just not not sugarcoating yes not sugarcoating that's Mm -hmm. yeah yeah Yeah. well you know it's funny like i don't know how many people know this but you know i didn't actually prep you when we started working together at all like i just did Mm -hmm. your strength training you had an online coach that Mm -hmm. i was very in tune with observing everything that was right and wrong with what was going on. But mm-hmm. at the same time, which we've had this conversation, it was very important to me that I not intervene and try and, you know, manipulate that process mm-hmm. because, you know, obviously you hired that person with a, you know, expectation that they were going to, you know, do a certain job for you. They had had a certain track record mm-hmm. and, you know, I've been around a a really long time in this industry so it's like i i know what's what's what when it comes to all of that stuff but you know it's something that i needed to let you kind of figure out for yourself yeah. and if that was gonna work for you and be a good fit and you know my main objective was you know obviously to provide you with you know the best resistance training protocol to help you build muscle and mm-hmm. do what you need to do and and just help you grow as an athlete but you know, my certainly high on my radar was, you know, keeping you safe and healthy and making sure that, you know, even though that, you know, I, I didn't have the responsibility of your nutrition, I, you know, definitely did not turn a blind eye to things. And it's very, 
was very watchful. I feel like a lot of my, you know, female athletes, especially they're like my little sisters, you yeah. know what I mean? Very, yeah. So it's yeah. like big brother like is that. always cool. watching, you know yeah. what I mean? Right, right, right. Like, and very like, mm, I don't really say a whole lot about it, but I'm all like, very observant all mm-hmm. the time with stuff like yeah. that but you know at the same time like i told you that you know that that's not really my place to and you, you as know. a competitor though like you know i don't i don't advocate for copying around coaches at all yeah but you also kind of have to experience mm-hmm. um Oh, exactly. You have to, you have to experience, find, out, find what is yeah. a good fit for you. That, for I mean, because sure. if you don't, and so you know, not everyone is a good fit for you. Even if they are the best coach, they may not be a good fit for you. You can, and so like you know, yeah, I I had two coaches when mm-hmm. I found you. Um, you for in person training because mm-hmm. I knew I needed to learn how to lift correctly, and um, and then um, another coach for the nutrition piece, and and mainly because you know she had um it was a female but she had that a different style at least i thought um and she had produced girls that had gone to national stages and done well Mm -hmm. and um and so you know that's what i was looking at and um and she and she was you know very she's very well known in the industry and Mm so um that was you know something i was looking at and uh and i but then but then i realized you know there were some things that I wasn't happy with um, going through my my prep. And then also two coaches wasn't for me. I don't like it. It's not, I don't, I don't even think I recommend it. Like it's mm. just, I, I, if you, I think that if you wanna be a serious competitor, there needs to be one coach with their eyes on you. Like mm-hmm. at, at least that's, it just that's I don't know I two different two different ways of doing things two different opinions two different it's just that's not it's not for me I need one yeah. person that's just dedicated to making sure I get to yeah and to be uh, quite honest like as a coach like you know especially with all my athletes that are at a, a national or pro level especially um, you know it's like what I say kind of has to be the last word and in psychologically speaking that's that's how it has to be to the athlete as well like you can't you cannot second guess what your coach is telling you to do because you might not always agree with it so you have to trust them and trust that the outcome is going to be correct and you know but most of the time you you really you know you do or you're on the same page and as a coach it's important to make sure that you and your athlete are on the same page explain to them you know what is going on why it's happening and the direction that you need to go from there it's just that's the thing is the why so yeah. i think like you said you know second guessing it's not second guessing but it's okay to be curious it's For okay sure. to be me to be like okay wait wait why are we doing that i don't think i've ever been like <laughs> why are we doing that but it's because i don't, I don't have to like i right. can you know there's all if if there's a change in something there's a why behind the change yeah. it's not just oh here's this change and I'm like, yeah. uh, am I supposed well, to? Well, yeah. As a coach, it's super important to make your athletes feel comfortable and to explain to them what exactly is going on and why. Like, there's no reason to beat around the bush. Like, hey, we're lowering your calories because you're not losing body fat fast enough. Like, mm-hmm. plain and simple. There's no, like, what else do I need to say? Like, mm-hmm. yeah. you know what I mean? Like, it's just some things are black and white. But, you know, really it comes down to also in your situation is – you know, somebody that recognizes the look that you need to have and what you need to do in order Mm -hmm. to get there. You know what I mean? And Mm -hmm. it's like, you know, we've talked about like other women competing on stage and like, you know, what they should look like and the changes that they need to make. And we're talking like chicks that are competing at the 
pro level. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it's like, well, you know, this she's to this or to that, and the judges, you know, the criteria is just not that. Now, no disrespect to anybody's physique ever, you know, because respect to them for being where they're at. Um, but, you know, it's just a matter of, you know, watching and observing trends and well, judging, sport, and right? yeah, like the it's, sport, it's a sport. It's, and and paying kind of attention. But you know, you you've got to have you know coaching that's gonna you know enable you to get your body to those places and making those judgment calls. Like, how do you manipulate your physique to get there? And like, you know, it's that's that's part of the fun, though. Yeah. It's all your job. I just do it. Yeah, I, I just my brain. I don't understand. <laughs> <laughs> you just tell me what to do. Yeah, right. So on here, it, it's awesome. You put the top three things you're most passionate about and obsessed with today. The number one thing on there is becoming an elite. I like how you put that. Elite. It's important. IFBB pro. <laughs> Word. When was was that after you started working with Eric? Was it after a few shows? When are you just like I want to go pro with? So this? that was before I started. So that's why I switched coaches. Is I was like, okay, I want to go pro. Like I like oh, this. Like okay. I found my thing. Like I never. I I never really had. I think I mentioned earlier, it like that, that thing, too, like my hobby, like a, mm-hmm. a passion. I was always just kind of like in and out of like mm-hmm. things, like trends, and just trying to find something to like. And as like an adult, it's hard. Like you work and you're married, but like you need things to do. Like you need, yeah, for sure. you know. Right. And um, and so passion so important. Passion yeah. projects for sure. Right. Yeah, and um, and and so uh, I, I I I ended up loving bodybuilding. Like this is fun. Like I and so because I I realized it was wasn't just like um you know some i wasn't forcing myself to do it i loved doing it and so i was like okay so i got more competitive that's the thing the more i've done this the more competitive i've got what what has driven that what what do you think really brought your love out for competing it's hard I like doing hard shit. Yeah. <laughs> and so it's like another phrase. It's, a, <laughs> it's well, it is. It's definitely a constant, never ending challenge. Yeah, it life? doesn't it's a end. It's a, it's, yeah, it's a lifestyle, but like it's it's just hard. And like you can always find ways to like to like to get better. Like you right. can always like find ways to just to I don't know, just to like do something differently do something yeah do something differently and to like always give yourself a um you know like i look back like i like this prep i was you know i look back like last prep i did that is the best as i could do like i was like how do we you know how do i do better than last time and you got your ass kicked at the end too like not in competition but like no 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 (laughs) No, I mean, Please. no, no, no. You did great in competition, but like you were pushed extremely hard off oh, yeah. the stage. Yeah. Like prep was a was an ass kicker for sure. Like it wasn't like oh, I just fell into this yes. kind of shape. Like it yeah. was a lot. It of was work. a lot. It was like six, seven months of like yeah, and like yeah. a lot of cardio. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There was a lot of cardio lot of involved, cardio. and yeah. but a lot of steps and. Um, but yeah, I don't, yeah, I just, I just, um, I've just gotten more competitive. And so I just looked at like, okay, you know, um, okay, there's a pro level and then like what consists of the pro level. And, um, and so I just, you know, I just kind of, well, what was the question? I'm just well, no, kidding. No, no, that, that, well, that was the question. I'm just was, kidding. What was, what was like oh. the mental trigger to go to, or to, oh, work to go to pro? To want to go pro. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's just like, I just want to see like how, f- I mean, why not see how far you can go? Okay, I guess. Yeah, that's what I yep, was there say. It is. Like, that's, where's the. Yeah. It's like, to it, me, it's just, it's hard to do. And it's, why not? Like, you know, it just, it gives me a hobby. It gives me something to do that I love and keeps me also healthy at the same time. Yeah. That's a big um, deal. You know, and so I just, I just want to see, you know, how 
That's right. awesome. Well, I think too, if you if you find something that you're passionate about and that you really enjoy and you have a support system around you to do it, mm-hmm. why not? Yeah. Just let's just go. Yeah. That's awesome. It's really really cool. I dig it. So uh, we talk about you know goals. You know, you say professionally start your own business, personally um, progress in the sport. Um, you know, so what what are the plans for this year? Where are we where are we going? Tell the people what are the, what are the goals for this year? Well, we got to requalify. Got to requalify. Got to requalify. So that's first. Um, then we're going to nationals. Requalify for what? For nationals. Nationals. For nationals. Yeah. So you it, yeah it lasts two years, and then if you um, don't compete within that window, then you've got to requalify. So even with COVID. Yeah. Wow. Even with COVID. But I think this year you get to be the usually it's top two and to qualify and now it's top five. So oh, okay. I, they have a modification mm-hmm. this year, yeah. I think. A little modification. Is. Yeah. is it due to COVID? Yeah. Or is that yeah. just how the it's a one time, one year modification thing. Interesting. Yeah. So, okay. so if you're top five in a regional show, then you can go to nationals. In other words, there's going to be a ton of people. Yeah, in nationals a ton. This These year. are going to be, yeah. It's going to be ridiculous. Gonna be That'll be fun. Because that's yeah. more people to beat, Kalia. Well, that is true, but true, that but makes for a long, long show day, yeah. man. Holy cow. Well, that's the thing. I'm not, I'm not going to stand here and be like, you could do this. Like, it's easy. So no, long. forget it. I mean, yeah. And then, then that's the like, we'll talk to Eric. <laughs> the, waiting. Like, the waiting. The waiting. Uh, those, those prep times, those show times are very, very difficult. Yeah, I mean, well, I mean, it just comes down to, you know, each division. You know, if you have 30, 40 gals in each division, that's going to take – a long time to judge yeah and bikini has the most competitors of all the Mm. divisions for sure so it's just it's hard um and we're always at the end always at the end always the is it the prime time spot the end when oh yeah well it's because you want all the people to stay right and see the grand finale all the you know that's showbiz all the the beauty queens getting up there right (laughs) (laughs) i mean all in the sparkle and the glam so this is always a, a fun question for especially bikini athletes. Do you like show day? Do you like all the glam? Do you like all the, the tan, <laughs> the makeup, it. the hair, the it. suit? I hate it. I'm so <laughs> not. I know. I think people think I would like it, but uh-uh. like, uh-uh. yeah, uh-uh. I, it's just, I, I, I like the work that goes into prep. I like right. the work that goes into like improvement seasons and prep and behind the scenes. The behind the scenes, yeah. yeah. I love that. I think my so my first competition season, I like knew nothing about anything really except for that I like to pick heavy things up put them um, down. and put them down. <laughs> and do it. Uh, yeah. But yeah, it was funny. My first competition season, you know, I was standing outside of my coach's house uh, the day before the show. Um, this is in twenty. 18, I think. Anyway, um, and I had just gotten spray tanned. Um, you know, it's my first time like going through the whole like, you know, peak week and like, you know, shave your whole body and, um, you know, get a spray tan and that whole, just the whole like day before, day of bodybuilding routine thing. It's my first time going through that. And um, I was standing there talking to a guy and I'm like, man, this is like, you know, this isn't bad, like, you know? Mm. And he's just like, you know, he's got an axe. He's like, I, I freaking hate this. <laughs> like, I freaking, I hate shaving. I hate tanning, like all this yeah. stuff. So like, prep. it's the worst. And I'm like, oh, man, compared to starving my ass off for the past <laughs> six months, this is cake, man. Right, right. And then 
my last competition season that I did in like, oh gosh, 2014, something like that. Anyways, I remember driving to uh, the first show that I competed in that year, which was in uh, Seattle, and we get up there, and I'm like, God, I have to shave and tan and all this stuff. And I'm like, oh. And the more you do them, like you're just. Like the day before routine of just like all of Mm -hmm. the tanning and shaving and all that stuff. I'm just like. But then once the tan's on, you got to be careful. That's the worst. That's the worst. Yeah, and when you got to go to the pee, it's just. And even worse as a female. Yep. It's just such a process. You're supposed to relax. It's not relaxing. And then no matter what, you're constipated. (laughs) Yeah. No matter what, that's like just the truth that's right. just how it goes. I think I've done I've done over twenty shows, and like maybe one or two, I did not feel constipated. It's the stress, it's the nerves. It doesn't matter how much magnesium you take. Like mm-hmm. you're just you're like just gonna I'm bloated. Off. I'm bloated. My waist is thick. I'm done. <laughs> I'm through with it. You know what I mean? Right. Part of that though was my own fault because I coached myself the last like ten shows I did, and I if if I do get on stage again, that will not happen because right. I'm not about that life anymore Anymore. like it's just i'm just not interested i have too much other stuff going on to think about that but you imagine oh well yeah i can because i've been there done that but i it's something that i know now that i do not want to repeat yeah do you think that's the more popular opinion is all those competitors hate that part of it what's that the 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 initial day day before day, the, the tan the suit no I have so of. many clients that absolutely love, love that it. like oh I get all yeah, dolled up and get my makeup thing. done people, and all this stuff yeah most people like love it and they just they or at least they pretend they do I don't like, yeah. I'm like does anyone want to know the real answer it sucks yeah no <laughs> uh, no it legitimately and, I and some even, people really like it so you know some people really do enjoy it and, yeah well good for yeah, them it probably makes the days a little easier for them, for them but right. if you could judge me. Here in the gym, yep. <laughs> I'd be good to go. And here I am. I just woke up like this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's exactly uh, it. Um, <clears throat> so, if somebody is struggling or stuck, what words of wisdom um, do you think that you'd give them? You know, we talk a lot about obviously the psychological aspect mm-hmm. of it. You know, you don't really get stuck, um, and there's definitely some some very legitimate reasons why you don't get stuck. Why is that? I think I just like, I just don't, I, oh, I always, I'm terrible at this question because I'm like, people want the real answer? What's really going on? People Kaylee, want the real answer. answer. It's a real answer. This is a real uh, podcast. Because people, people want to know from, you know, those that they kind of idolize and they look up to, like, how does she do what she does, right? Because they don't really know. It's Instagram's yeah. a highlight reel. Yeah, yeah. Um, I just, I just don't, I, I just don't let myself. Like, I guess I just, like, you just have to accept, like, you are, whether you're in prep, cutting and hungry, or you're in improvement season, gaining weight, because those seem to be, like, the two um, struggles that people have. It's just, you just have to, if this is what you want to do, like, if, uh, and um, then you just have to acknowledge and accept that this is what it takes. And and I mentioned earlier, I like doing things that are hard. And so, like, yeah. it's just I use that. Like, if you know, obviously you have hungry days, and um, but you know what? You know, what do you do? Do you complain? Like, I don't. Do you complain about it, or do you figure out a way to manage that? And right. like, for example, I I don't complain. I just like okay, 
I need to be active. Like, let's get busy. Like, let's clean my house. Like, what's going to take up two hours of my day so I don't think about food? Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, right. You just you just find ways to, you know, you got to find ways to work around it. And, um, and, and any amount of complaining and whining and that you do is just, it's not helping your situation, I guess, right. is, is how I, I think about it. Um, and, uh, and so what is going to help my situation? Well, keep me busy, keep my mind occupied, um, you know, you know, go do stuff with my husband, my dogs, you know, right. go friends, like read, like, I don't, there's just, you, you know, there's something to be said for that, for sure. Like distracting yourself and, or just, you know, if things come up, you can, you know, just do something more productive. Mm -hmm. Right. But I think the big thing is thinking about like, when it comes down to like those crossroads and decision-making, like, oh, should I, you know, eat my next meal here? Like, does that even really matter? Usually not. Uh, mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Um, different situations that people tend to get really hung up on. And it's like, well, okay, what is your goal? Right? Yeah. And what is that decision that you're going to make? Like, is Helping that a that. healthy decision in a stepping stone to achieve that goal? Like, right. is that choice going to help you achieve your goal? Right. Is taking a bite of food, is missing a you know minutes of cardio, not getting right. your steps, is that because you're tired? Like, everyone's tired. Yeah. We're all tired. <laughs> and so yeah. it's just, it's so, but... And it, I think that comes down to complacency, you know? And I think people just want to complain quite frankly yeah people like to complain well, it's like to, it's they a want hobby. people to commiserate <laughs> with you know yeah like oh my life is so shitty oh my life is so shitty too like it's kind of i mean not that but yeah oh yeah. i'm doing so much it's like a competition between who can people. have the shittier day yeah who but can, why I'm why doing not so much like, more cardio i feel like it's so much <laughs> right. better to walk around like you will always see me with a smile like you'll always see me in a good mood absolutely you'll always like if i like usually like unless some serious stuff is going down but like you usually will always see me in a good mood. I'm always like, because, oh, in hot yoga today, someone, the instructor said, um, change your mindset, change your experience. And so if you're feeling down about something, just change that mindset, your and then it's going to change your experience. It's weird if you go into things with a positive attitude, how much more positive, positive the outcome is. Yeah. I mean, I feel like I tell my five-year-old this constantly, mm -hmm. like at least once a week. But the funny thing is, is I still find myself telling adults the same concept more frequently than my five-year-old. And, mm -hmm. you know, it's because, the, I mean, the classic saying, like, your glass is either half full or half empty. Like, you make the choice if your glass is half full versus half yep. empty. Like, you're going to be a negative person yep. or are you going to be a positive person? Mm -hmm. What's going to be... You know what? What's what? What is it going to be for you, right? Yeah. And and you literally can choose to make your destiny. You can choose to make the best out of crappy situations. Like there's always a silver lining. I mean, even when it comes down to things that have happened in prep, things that have happened in my business. Um, I mean, I've had a lot of things happen to me in business that most people would like lose their mind up. over. You know, crumble, but yeah. I'm like. Let's find the positive in this situation. Mm -hmm. Consequently, every time I've had something really bad happen, bad, we've had the biggest, we've had the biggest streaks of growth that mm -hmm. we could pot like better than I could possibly have imagined. Why? You pivot. Learn, pivot. You, you learn from you the learn shit from that it. you did wrong. Mm -hmm. And 
you know, you, you rely on those people around you that are, are solid, you know? Mm-hmm. And the bottom line is you're never doing anything alone, right? Yeah. I mean, how often are you? I mean, yeah, your journey to the stage is your own, but you know, you have a coach, you have a husband, mm-hmm. like you have people that care about your general well being. Mm-hmm. You have people that care about your success in the sport. It's not a problem to lean on them. And it's not no. you being like having a weak moment. It's, Hey, let's talk about this, let's find ways to make things better. Mm-hmm. Like if there, is, if there is an issue, right? I think the two though, if you're, if you look at competing, so for me, it's competing. I'm, I'm a competitor. Right. So, right. Um, and so competing, if you look at it with that positive mindset, it's a more positive experience for the people that are in your circle, for my husband. Like, he oh, enjoys for it. for sure. Like, yeah. and so he's going to be, when I'm having a day, like, don't get me wrong, there might be a day where I snap a little at something. Because, like, at some point, you just get tired and hungry oh, yeah. at the end. Well, yeah, and, we're human. Yeah, right? we're and, human. But it's like, it's not a big deal. He's like, oh, I'm just tired and hungry. Like, yeah. it's just, because most of the time, I go about my life in a very upbeat, positive, like, this is fun. This is what I love to do type thing. And so he doesn't look at it in a negative way. Or friends don't look at it in right. a negative way. And when you complain and when you whine, then everyone looks at it in a negative way. Like, why are you doing this thing? You're yeah. not fun to be around. Like, and um, and so if you'll have a stronger support system, I for think, sure. if you have a positive. Well, yeah, because if everyone it. takes responsibility for themselves, right. it just it goes up. And then if you have a group of people take responsibility for themselves, well, happiness lifts and lifts and lifts. For sure, and sky's the limit, right? And here's the difference too. Like a lot of people run into situations where they're like, say at barbecues or they're say at family functions Mm -hmm. or they're you know this and that and that's where people can have hard times and struggles Mm -hmm. right i mean the people around them and you know even if you are really disciplined you know family members oh why can't you eat that or this that and the other thing like if you're a negative a-hole about it they're gonna be like well screw competing and anybody that does it like that's or if you make it a big deal so what i've learned this is my lifestyle and I don't need to make it a big deal. No. Like when you're when I'm around people that don't do bodybuilding, I honestly don't even really like to talk about it. Mm. I'm just a well, normal per- like I'm I'm a normal freaking person. <laughs> like and that so, is false. Uh, <laughs> but, but like it's just, just you don't can make pretend. Me- <laughs> I, I will. <laughs> we know what you're saying. But yeah, no, that's totally the case. You know, you just fly under the radar. You do and, your thing. And, and who you- who really cares? Like you know, competitors. Just if you think about it, twenty four seven like in a in in that way like it's just controlling your life like in the end like you Mm -hmm. have dogs to take care of you have a husband to take care Mm -hmm. of like bodybuildings you know you can do bodybuilding and be super successful at it and you don't have to think about it every second of every day what i think it's healthy probably not to right i mean we talk about balance yeah we've talked about balance probably every podcast we've we've had so far for sure i mean i think about it a lot it's right it's always well it's a constant well yeah (laughs) (laughs) but like it also but it makes you though want to because when you get in a groove like i've gotten in a groove like i i know where working out fits in where cardio we're like we're eating like i just i i have a groove and then it makes you then more productive elsewhere and so i've become just like because I'm so productive in bodybuilding I've learned how to become really productive like working hanging and making time to like hang out with my husband and the dogs and like make sure like all these things get in oh yeah um and so it I think it just it can change just how you look at your schedule your day your week and it also changes it legitimately changes your brain physiology um which you know is super interesting like when you're in prep you know and you're in a bit of a caloric deficit you feel a sense of urgency yes. all the time. All like this. Well, I'm always like that, but. <laughs> but even but yes. more so yeah. in prep, you're like, 
getting stuff Let's done. Mm-hmm. So it's funny, not too long ago, I told my wife, I'm like, gosh, I just feel like I'm not being productive enough. Like I need to get more stuff done. I'm like, I'm going to put myself in a caloric deficit. <laughs> Bottom line. I mean, <laughs> it, dude, it fixes the problem. <laughs> like you will become infinitely more productive and on top of your stuff mm-hmm. overnight. You know, people like, oh, I can't, I can't be on a calorie deficit. It's going to, I'm not going to be able to think. I'm like, (laughs) okay. You know, you keep thinking that, buddy. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, But no, seriously, it does help. And there's some, there's a a actual physiological explanation for that. But regardless, no, I think that, you you know, your point is, is just right. You know, it's keeping, you know, in, in those types of settings, keeping bodybuilding, you know, kind of to yourself, unless people, you know, ask you about it. Yeah. Unless there's, people ask. there's nothing more annoying than somebody that like we, once upon a time, we were hanging out with a group of people that we hadn't hung out before my wife and I, and, uh, they just, the, one of the couples, like this gal had competed once. Mm-hmm. Oh, like a long time ago oh, and she would not she would not stop talking about competing and i just was like oh man th- please tell me i was never like this you know what i mean <laughs> you were no I'm no kidding. yeah you were you <laughs> were sure um well it's with any aspect of not just bodybuilding if there's someone that you're hanging around with and then all they can talk about is this one thing or whatever it's just like, well, like, are you really happy? No one are likes you? a self, like, self-absorbed. Yeah, like, right. you want, yeah, you you want to, yeah, don't, yeah, are you really? It just, yeah, you want to just be be normal person. Just be, be a normal, normal person. person. Be a normal person. So, Going after your goals. <laughs> yeah. uh, what are some of the things that that you do and focus on in order to, you know, keep yourself on track outside of just the, you know, following your macros and following your training and and all that stuff. Like, for example, like, are you reading books? Are you, you know, listening to podcasts? Are you, you know, what are are the things that you like to do to keep your mind sharp? Yeah, Um, I would say podcasts and, and well, recently reading. Like, I never used to read. Like, I just wasn't a reader. Um, And, but I got really into it. I took like a break from Instagram and I got, and then I was like, oh my gosh, I have so much time. And I was, and like, <laughs> like so yeah. much time. It's highly recommended it's depressing. to do that every yes, once in a while. Yes, it is. Realizing how much time you're putting that, in. Yes, that. it's disgusting. Yeah. Um, and so, uh, yeah. So, and I filled it with like, with like reading. Like I was just interested. I don't like, I was just interested in, um, I, I like to read like, uh, you know, uh like other about other athletes and, and like people who are doing kind of elite like um high level things and right. and so um and uh and so like you know for example i i walk for 30 to 45 minutes every single morning and um i'll and i usually read i'll handle either to do items and then s- a section off some time to read and um or listen to podcasts but usually it's reading and podcasts um, and like, because in, in my, like, I like to kind of start my day that way. Cause it, it like, it, it, it kind of, it sets you up for like how you kind of want your day to go. Sure, like, yeah. okay, these badass people are doing these badass things. I want to be badass. I'm going to go do that too. Yeah. <laughs> so, so, I mean, fair enough. Yeah. Right? So yeah, that's, that's what I do. And I read while I do cardio. Um, you know, I, uh, a big thing kind of a difference for me, like from like last prep to this prep was, um, I wanted to kind you know, 
I can I can eat I can track my food I can I can do my steps I can do my cardio I can get all my lifts in but a, an extra thing this prep was kind of like tapping into that more like mental side of competing um and I never really like explored that before and I would think like when I look back at last prep I definitely I see myself differently now this prep than last prep last prep I was very like in my opinion um just like I have more confidence now than I do then, than I did then, I guess. And so, and I think now is, is like working on kind of that mindset work. Like mm-hmm. I, I don't, I used to kind of look at like mindset work and mindset things like, eh, like, you know, kind of look down on it. But then I like started reading and I'm like, oh, this works. Like you just like, you just gotta, you, it's just changing how you think. Like it's right. just, when you change how you think um, and then you kind of create a plan and execute from there, it, I think it, it changes things. Okay. So cha- speaking of how you think, what's the first thing you think of when you wake up in the morning? First thoughts. Alarm goes off. What do you think? After you think freaking th- alarm. I think of my Outlook calendar. Oh, yes. Snippets. I think of my Outlook No, um, I think about getting up and starting my day to, because the start of my day is bodybuilding. Like it's like I, I, I mean, well, start of my day is taking care of my dogs, and then I hop on the treadmill, and that's what I get steps, and I read, and then I get ready to come to the gym, and then I go to the gym, and um, so awesome. yeah, so like the first thing I think about is like is bodybuilding. Is your passion? It's like it's yeah. yeah I wake that's up awesome. and I, I mean, do. Yeah, that's pretty. How can you help, how can you knock awesome. it out of bed at that point? Yeah, no. Seriously. And my coffee. Yeah. Oh, oh sure. amen. Amen. So, uh, top top three books. Oh. That you've read so far. Okay, with winning in mind. That's number one. Is like. I'm on my third time of reading it. Yeah, um, that's good. But I'm on my third time of reading it. Ronnie was like, why down. are you reading this? Um, I like will read and daydream. Like I'll start thinking. Like I right. like you read and you start like thinking and then I like. And then well, I'm it's like, like cueing you to like, yeah. and you start thinking about like, you what know, can he you says, do? exactly. Mm-hmm. You start applying, applying like before you're done reading. And so, which is good. That means you're like, I mean, obviously that means you're grasping on to yeah. the mm-hmm. concept. Well, I think that's why I, takes so long to read a book yeah <laughs> and no, then sometimes too is i like there i get an idea from a book and then i don't finish the book because i'm off working on that whatever idea, <laughs> which isn't ideal like but it happens it, and then i'll need to reread because i'll read it yeah. and then i'll like reread and then i'll start thinking but anyways with 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 winning in mind um and then can't hurt me by david goggins and why i liked that one is mainly because like it's got it's got the aggressive style that like oh, so aggressive. Dude. My I uh, yeah I I can second Eric that. Subscribes. To yeah that I man. yeah wow. dude. Goggins is. Yeah. I mean I don't necessarily agree with him like on a philosoph- philosophical level. Yeah. But uh, his mindset absolutely subscribe to hundred percent. Yeah. Um, and then. I think it's called Chasing Excellence. Oh, yeah. Who's that by? Ben Bergeson. Okay. Or Bergen. Or Bergeson. I don't know if there's an S actually in it. Um, but What's he's it a CrossFit coach. Oh, yeah. And he, yeah, he's a CrossFit coach and um, that uh, has taken several people to like the CrossFit games and won them and stuff. And mm-hmm. and so just his, um, how, like, he's a lot about like uh, calming the mind, like being calm 
yeah. in training and in, in in order to perform like and like my brain is very like hyperactive and so, <laughs> so like i like like kind of just learning from that like how to calm down and like just um you know and, and and anyways yeah so i would say with winning in mind is number one and then david goggins can't hurt me just for like the the motivation like the inspiration oh, yeah. to like want to go do cool things <laughs> yeah and, i'm running through that wall now thank you very much <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah. And then I, I ran a half marathon because of that book and I hated every minute of it. It <laughs> was great. But you did it, but it was great. Yeah. So that, I mean, obviously those are like uh, self-improvement books or you want to label them or whatever. Is that mainly what you read? Is that what you find most appealing? Do you read fiction at all or anything like mm -hmm. that? No. Yeah. I don't um, really either. I was just yeah, curious. Yeah. No, no. I like, yeah. I just like learning, learning. Learn. I like learning, but I also like stories of people that have achieved you know Love that. Yep. cool things high level things like how do they think because i, I want to know how they think like how do, you know and so that's what you get to um when you're reading their books and and or watching you know their documentaries or whatever you get an insight into how they think and then like how do they go about their days how do they go about right what and do they so, do? so speaking of which if you could have dinner with three people dead or alive who would they be and why oh speaking of learning from people oh geez loaded question Very i know loaded. I know. I never know how to answer these kind of questions. I know they're the worst. Yeah. That's why we ask them. <laughs> that's exactly oh. why. We ask them. <laughs> exactly why we ask. With three people, dead or alive, any but any three people ever. I don't remember people that are. Oh, they're all going to be alive because I'm probably not even going to remember. Yeah, no, Perfectly that's fine. fine. Yeah, totally cool. That means it's anyway, actually possible for, to have first three people that come to mind. So I think I would just want to meet Joe Rogan because I listen to him like every single day and that's, all of his. That's legit. Like, right? I, yeah. I feel like he would be like a Super, hilarious, cool, like, like down to earth, right? Open-minded, down to earth yeah. kind of person to just meet. So Joe Rogan, um, I've listened to him for years, so that would be kind of cool. I mean, Fear and, Factor. Hello. Oh, geez, Fear Factor. <laughs> I know. <It's> so <laughs> and he openly talks about how he hated that yes. joke, which is hilarious. Yeah, it is he talks funny. so much crap about it. Yeah. Um. I meet guys. I don't I'll just guess. give us one more. Just one give more. us one, one more. more. Whoever comes to your head. Um, I would probably. I mean, honestly, I would probably want to meet like I'd say like David Goggins. Like I think he would be interesting. No, I don't. That could it be one be of your three. Yeah, I mean, sure. dude, absolutely. But yeah. The book I already. Um, what book did I just read that I was like, um, yeah, I'm just going to go with Joe Rogan and David Goggins. I don't remember. I'm not good yeah. with this. That would actually be fun to have all three of you sitting at the table at the same oh, time and then Lord. see how they would uh, talk to each other. Well, he's been on Rogan's oh, podcast. I mean, you can watch like, that. Yeah. I, I've actually watched it. Oh, wait. Yeah. I would also want to be, this is just from an informational, like I would want to, uh, no, oh, better answer. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Found it. Bingo. <laughs> um, I would want to meet, have dinner with the, the like head eye Phoebe Olympia judges, like the, Whoa. like Sandy, Straight Tyler up. Mannion, like the, the, um, you know, Becky, like they're like, I want to be in front of them one day. And so yeah, like, absolutely. and I want to be in front of them on like some of the best stages. And so, 
like I would want to have dinner, sit down and, and talk to them. Critique. Like learn about That's cool. Yeah. Right. But also Look at like my body. Critique. <laughs> yeah, look at my body. <laughs> um but tell me about like the organization. Like tell me about like I don't know, like just yeah, teach me about their time you know, coming up into the sport and mm-hmm. and that kind of thing. So That's really cool. Yeah. 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 I mean totally interesting, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. Um so top two movies. Guys, I don't I don't Come on, you I don't, don't do movies. None? I really don't do movies. No. Who has time to watch movies? I, I mean, uh, I once like in a while. I, I was going to say, I love movies. I don't watch many anymore, kids, but like. But I don't. No, Ronnie, we, I, don't, I don't watch movies. Um, Ronnie will probably make me say The Hangover because I'm pretty sure that's the first movie we ever watched together when we first ever met and ever saw each other in person. So oh, just say, is that was your was that your first date? That was like our first yeah movie we watched together. Yeah, that's right. It wasn't your first date because I heard about yeah, that. Yeah, we're so, not gonna have to talk about that on there. <laughs> well, but... <laughs> so The Hangover. I'll just say The Hangover because of that. To but, be honest, I spit my drink out in the movie theater watching that movie the first the time. Oh, yeah. When he turns and the tiger is right there, man. <laughs> oh, God, I lost it. Just, I should never drink in comedies ever. Yeah. I wasn't even Spitting drunk. Everywhere? Yeah. I wasn't, I wasn't even drunk. drunk. Was uh, I was just drinking water pff, everywhere. So funny. Laughs. Okay, <laughs> yeah. top, uh, top gym song or uh, band currently to listen to while you work out. Um, I listen. Oh my god, I've been listening to Tech Nine. <laughs> yes. Lot, oh my yeah. gosh, that is an outstanding. Yeah, wow. I've been listening to a lot of Tech Nine. Like just this week, he got back. Yeah. I just, oh, dude, yeah. he got. He's got a cycle through your gym playlist yeah. once in a while, right? Tech Nine. Yeah, he's got good. Like it's. Like, oh. I like that. Like aggressive kind it of is. music. It is aggressive. It <laughs> is aggressive. Yeah. It is amazing how much music plays into how you. Yeah. How you perform, how you, yes. how you act. Um, so your preferred training style and exercise methodology, what would you say? Um, obviously, bodybuilding style training. What are your favorite exercises? We'll say currently in the gym. My favorite exercises? Um, deadlifting. I like nice. deadlifting. I like... Um, Oh, I'm a big fan of BFR side raises right now. Yeah. Yeah. Um, good ones. Ouch. Yeah, they do hurt. And then I would say hip thrusting again. Yeah. Again, I like it, it cycled back it cycled around. Back there you go. It left yes. us for a while, but it's. Back. I did squats on the Roger squat That's thing. Went well. Oh, yeah. Yes. So we added squats back in too. Yeah, Ish, so like a version. Ish. Yeah. Right on. Very, I told her. I promised her. I promised her one day that I was going to put squats on her program again before she competed next. At least once. And it happened. <laughs> and it happened. Sort of. Happened. Sort of. It not. Sort of. Happened. Not true squats, yeah. but you know, They're, it's Roger's hey, squats. Yeah. I like uh, them. It's in the name. It's in the yes. Name. It's in the squats name. in there. Counts. Yeah. Well. Um, Okay, so here's a great question that you're going to yell at me for asking you later. Who would play your character in a biography? Yeah. Who would play play your character in a biography? If somebody, like, we wrote a movie of Kalia and her life, who would play play you in a movie? Well, I always get the comment that I kind of look like Mila Kunis from that 70s show. Uh, like I don't dark see hair, it, but it's but just the dark. Really. I get it all the time. I think it's mostly the hair. It's the hair and the it's like the dark feature, like the, the dark features, whatever. Right but on. we don't look like each other, no. Um, so I'm just gonna <sighs> say her because she's like kind of cute and funny, and so <laughs> that's exactly what I am. <laughs> I'm just 
going to go with that. <laughs> okay, awesome. So tell us about your top two role models or influences in your life. Um, so I would say I've never been like big on role models. Like if I haven't, but um, people who so I would say I have a co- you know a coworker that's been in my life since I was nineteen. She's I started in in HR and she's mentored me and um and uh so and she's also been like more of that that motherly figure to me mm-hmm. um that uh and so her just like her character. She's a nice kind um you know, person that just is, and that's like what I try to be is just always very nice and kind and happy and positive. And that's her to a mm-hmm. T. And so uh, professionally and personally, I kind of grew up with her like from 19 to now, you know, she's been, yeah, we don't sure. work together, but um, she's been in my life and we stay in contact regularly. And, um, and so, and she was in my life um, a lot for like most of my twenties. Um, and so just, so I would say her is just some, as a person, right. um, um, you know, uh, is who I look up to. And then, um, you know, also, uh, to be honest, like my husband and, and, and his mom, like, you mm-hmm. know, from his, my mother-in-law, you know, from, you know, how she is as a mom, like that's, you know, that's who, uh, and how she raised, uh, you know, my husband is like, that's like how I would want to be like, when, you know, you know, if, when I become, you know, a mom, you know, and, and as even like a wife, like that's how I would want to handle my relationship, my kids. Um, and, uh, and then also, you know, Ronnie, my husband, like he's a very, uh, you know, open-minded and like and but caring and uh kind of guy and he i kind of grew up with him too i met him at 19 like i and Mm -hmm. so i evolved as a person um with him and um and he's just always been a really strong like support system for me that um you know i needed at the time when i was younger and and so um just how he is uh is i i look up to it's just yeah um, and so yeah i would say though you know those are my my three like solid like but those are more about you know like who i want to be as like a person um and my character as a person but and then i look up and admire anyone who you know just who and respect them that like you know that that thing I always say about like how they, you know, they don't complain, they do hard things. They, they, you know, anyone who like handle, has that mentally tough kind of mindset and, and way about life. The Gogginses of the world, so <laughs> to speak. Um, but whether they're someone I know or don't know, um, you know, or I know in the gym in person or it's just someone I follow, mm-hmm. you know, uh, in social media land, um, you know, I, I respect those kind of people and it makes me, you know, want to just want to kind of keep evolving and and yeah for um, sure yeah so so awesome. kids you mentioned kids so are kids on the table what's what's going they're on they're probably kids? on the table probably, on, probably the table. on the table yeah, not right now table. but later yeah later, later. like later. several years later pro card but first yes then pro kiddos. card then kiddos a kiddo maybe but we'll see about plural <laughs> Listen, you have dogs, you know. You got to have one to entertain the other. I know. I'm kind of like, well, that's the thing. Well, here's like, the thing. You could get two in one pup. You could, like this gentleman over here. See, that I feel like would be the way to go. <laughs> it's kind but of efficient. Then, yeah, uh, efficient. Yeah, <laughs> efficient. <laughs> but then I'm like, do I really want... I don't know if I want to deal with that. But also, I don't know if I want to be pregnant more than once. So... <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah, Fair enough. So Life just... goes as it goes. I, and you do what you yeah, want. Yeah, I mean, I can't speak to how that would be, but I... 
I, I want to be one and done. I, I, yeah, <laughs> I know women that like really love being pregnant. Yeah, and I don't know if that's going to be me. Yeah, my wife does not like being pregnant. Like that's not going to be me. No, she was not a fan. Mm-mm. But hey, you know, you get two little, you know, crazy little banshees. Little humans. I got humans. two little crazy banshees. You got two little crazy banshees. <laughs> They're great. I mean, they teach you a lot about yourself, right? It's like a a totally new, different experience. Just like, you know, anyway. Sure. Yeah. Just like, yeah, that's amazing. Ronnie really wants, he says, yeah, yes. He definitely needs children. Yes. Yes. That man needs, needs children. (laughs) Bet I'm having one. That's (laughs) That's awesome. So, but it's going to be a ways down the road. Yes. Well, uh, this has been great. Is there anything else you want to tell the people? Uh, no, I think I'm. I think I'm good. Follow along. My Follow along. We need to like shoot a like a training series leading up to your show or something like that. It'd be super dope. Yeah. Be super dope. We could Yeah, let's write that down. Yeah, let's write let's write that idea down. The road the road to pro. That's it. We're we're coming in coming in hot with the video content there. Listen, that's that's accountability too. That's gotta come. Well, we need to have you back on the podcast at some point. We we have more we have more deets to hash out about this uh, this mindset. You know, training your mind, reading books, all that good stuff, Mm -hmm. um, and get get into everybody's heads. That's what we try and do. Extract the the information, right? (laughs) No, Uh, but seriously, I really appreciate your time being on here. Um, Thank you. It was my first podcast. Ever? Oh, I'm not cool enough. Why would I be on the podcast? Oh my you are goodness! Cool <laughs> Okie dokie. Well, when she's on all the podcasts, I get to say she's on my oh, first. That's right. Claim to fame. That's right. Well, thank you so much. This is going to be a Thanks, great guys. episode. We'll do it again sometime. Thanks, Kaylee. Thank you for joining us on the Power of Lifting podcast. Be sure to like, comment, subscribe, and share. For more content like this, follow Eric Cafferty and the Mecca Gym on all social media platforms.